Hotty ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hardhats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, who you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show, Monk, right here each week. We're going to do so while eating no junk. Today, I have junk food. Oh. I have some leftover So now I'm just out of the group, huh? I have some leftover graham crackers from my ice cream. It's like one of my favorite toppings is like crumbled up really small, like fine, thin. Rude. And so I I brought some crackers in here. So selfish. Also, you must know, I've (laughs) seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan. Started watching in about 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. Okay, Candace, what did happen? All right, this is Mr. Monk is on the air, season five, episode 13. So here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see radio host Max Hudson on air broadcasting his morning talk show. Also, we see his wife, Jeanette, being discovered dead in her bedroom due to a gas leak from the fireplace. We know quickly Hudson is the culprit as he fakes his shock and dismay over his wife's death. Monk becomes involved when the victim's sister-in-law, Linda, hires him to take the case. She explains Max has a history of assault, and divorcing her sister could cost him about $30 million. Monk investigates the room and finds several inconsistencies. The fireplace has never been used, there are no matches or lighters anywhere, and the gas smell would obviously have been noticed by Jeanette. As for Max, he is missing one of his loafers from the closet, and his calendar reflects no plans for his upcoming anniversary. However, Hudson was on the air at the time of Jeanette's death. So how did he do it? While Monk has also learned Max has been doing something strange every day at 2 p.m. and sees his missing brown loafer in the yard next door, he puts it all together. Hudson had trained his neighbor's dog to run into the basement, up the stairs, and into the room to turn on the gas and close the door behind him. With Jeanette's new sleeping aid, she would never wake up, and all Max had to do was yell the magic words, Jiggle Me Timbers, from his radio show, and no one would be the wiser. Of course, he is caught in the end, and Monk gets even. Wow. That was, Mr. that was Mr. Monk is on the air. What did you like about this episode? Even though there's not, there's not a lot, but it, it's a good episode, but it's like, it's still, it's, yeah. Well, it's, it's a great episode, again, because, as we've said before, the bad guys the worse that they are the sweeter that it is when monk gets his revenge exactly and that was one of these episodes there were funny parts but there wasn't a lot of super laugh out loud funny parts and yeah it's basically all about this radio host who's just the biggest jerk ever right so one comic relief we did have though is kevin dorfman right he has his first line about the casserole dish and he's like, oh, is this dishwasher safe? He's like, well, one time I had a casserole dish. It said it wasn't dishwasher safe, but I risked it. I mean, because you only go around once, you know? <laughs> so I like that part. Kevin's a blades down kind of guy. 
because he doesn't want to cut himself. Yeah, I actually was thinking about that the other day because I was loading the dishwasher and I was like, are you supposed to do it up or down? Because obviously you don't want to stab yourself. But also when you put the blades down, it's like the stuff gets washed better when I feel like the blades are up because the blade gets washed. But I don't actually know the actual etiquette that you're supposed to do. Um, another Kevin Dorfman moment would be when he recounts every week that he knows Monk and is trying to figure out whether Monk is funny or not, mm-hmm. or if he's ever said anything funny. Week one. Mm. No. <laughs> week two. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was And then... As cruddy as Max Hudson is, Randy thinks he's great. So does Kevin. Well, grading. Degrading. (laughs) Degrading. He's he's just waiting for them to grow up, but they they never do. (laughs) Go Natalie. Usually Natalie's not, like, into, like, crimes. I mean, like, unless there's money involved, like, the big reward. But Natalie's not usually into crimes this much. She's like side by side with Monk and she's like he has to be the guy and she's figuring out clues alongside Monk and it, it was yeah I liked uh, Natalie too I will say however though she has been like whenever there was the astronaut she liked the astronaut and so she was like oh he couldn't have done it and then he says something evil and then she's like oh my gosh he did do it he practically admitted it so she starts off just not liking Max mm-hmm. Hudson, so she's like, oh, he's totally the guy. Well, at least I hope he is. So she kind of, I feel like she pulled that, like, a, that's kind of like a monk line, where yeah. he's like, oh, I wish it was Harold Crenshaw, <laughs> like yeah. that. But we have a Randy scheme, and this Randy scheme actually what? works. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so we go to the book signing, and if it comes up, we measure little Willie's head, <laughs> and then they do it. So and then Stottlemyre even helps, and Natalie, 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 and then Natalie pulls out the tape measure, and he's he's like, I don't know what the heck this is, but it's not police work. <laughs> and Natalie says, and we're all going down. <laughs> it's so funny, but I just love that because Randy is behind him, behind little Willie, and trying to measure his head <laughs> like with his hands without touching his hair, and then. Stottlemyre is actually in on it because you don't really know if he is until the guy's about to turn around and Stottlemyre's like, and! Um, <laughs> and then Randy's like, okay, I got it. And he's like, thank <laughs> you. And he bends down. And then he goes back and now he's like, you're moving your hands. You're moving your hands. <laughs> That's always the case. They're always like, no, I'm not. Guess what? <laughs> it's so funny. Um, Natalie is a, a good one-liner besides and we're all going to hell where Randy's like, there's this guy and he burps so loud. And he, oh. and he, they call him the burpinator. And Natalie goes, oh, is he? Is the burpinator here? Randy, do you think you could talk to him and... Introduce us? And introduce us? I think I might like him. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's go. And she's like, I'm joking. Please tell me that you knew that I was joking. <laughs> that was so funny. We have Kevin again with the assist. He brings the magic joke box and and they're looking through it and Monk takes the red card just in case, but he makes sure he's going to change that one to BM. And so we have Kevin with the assist with the joke box and the smog assist 
when Monk is on air and Kevin calls into the station and he's like, oh, I'm big time. I'm a fan. First time caller. It's like, um, I just had a question about all this smog. When are they going to do something about the smog? All this smog. And then Adrian's like, yeah, one time I shot an arrow in the smog and it stuck <laughs> in the air. It's so bad. I'm like, yeah, that's not funny. It's like, yes, it is. And then Monk's Home Movies are so cute. Oh, Mr. Monk, that's the saddest movie I've ever seen. Also, I put Monk's jokes because I did like them with a little, with a little sad face. Of course, we have our hard A Monk moment. For real. Where the very first time he meets him, because Max is like, oh, you can ask me anything you want, Mr. Monk. I don't hide anything from my fans. And he's like, okay, I think you killed your wife. And he's like, oh, wow, oh, whatever. He's like, ask me four questions. Four, any four questions that you want. And he's like, okay. And then he starts asking him. And then Max gets, like, scared and, like, deflects. And then they're like, wipe, 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 wipe. And then they, you know, basically run him out of the studio. Uh So I like that Monk obviously accuses him as awesome. But the fact that Max is so scared that you just know, you're like, oh. Like, as much as it, like, oh, man, he zinged him, you know. But he did it because he was scared. So I like that. Go, Monk. He gets his way in the end. Yeah. Well, he, whenever he's going on about Trudy. Oh, yes, that's, that's for dislikes. Oh, no, when he's going on about Trudy and Monk just leaps over the <gasps> desk and <sighs> takes him out. It was, I, I will be a hundred percent honest. I did not remember that part at all. Like Monk is always like keeping his composure when people say stuff, but this guy, like, I mean, he obviously went too far, but like in general, but apparently Monk thought he also went way too far. And I was like, oh my gosh, like Mr. Monk's just going to like get in storm out and be like, let's get this guy. I did not remember him jumping over that desk. That was pretty crazy. It was rude though. It was really mean. Yeah. We'll talk about it in our dislikes, but the fact that Monk, like, got him, I honestly would have liked to have seen him punch him in the face, but there's just something about, like, a Stottlemyre punch to the face would have been, like, awesome. And a Monk just... (sighs) Yeah, but but he was Super Monk. Like, uh, Super Monk. Yeah. Dang. He was totally Super Monk. Um, I liked how the other hosts were respectful whenever he was... They were like, dude, that's not, that's not funny. Yeah. Well, they were like, oh, I'm sorry, may she rest in peace. And then, you know, what he says or whatever. But they're like, oh, maybe she rest in peace. And, you know, we're really sorry about that. And then, the, like you said, they're defending him. Like, whoa, dude, calm down. And then he's like, no, no, no. Bowen keeps going. But I really liked that the hosts, as, you know, dumb and silly and ignorant as their jokes are. Yeah. That they just took a moment to be like, oh, okay, well, for real, though. Yeah. And it shows, like, they're human. And this guy is just mm, a psycho. Yeah. Like, psychopath. For real. Um, I, this is my last thing. Jingle my tenders. Okay, I have Stottlemyre calms him down after all of that, after the attack. Stottlemyre does a great job, and he's like, look, let's everyone just take a deep breath. 25 to life is the best revenge that we can get. Yeah. And I was like, "What? that was a great moment. That I love that moment. It was, there was so much tension, and Stottlemyre answered that, they're like, just perfectly. Mad. He did that perfectly. Every episode, they're all coming more and more together. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I think so. And he was proud of Monk, too. He's like, hey, you got a couple of good ones in on him. I was like, oh, that's Aww, so yeah. sweet. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jangle my tenders. That says Jangle it all. Jangle my tenders. That says it all. So what did you uh, dislike about this episode? Well, of course, it's easy. 
Max Hudson is the absolute worst. Okay, yeah. They start off with the Natalie cat calls, him and his goons. Just like, ooh, she drives me too. Ooh, and you're just like, this is like a train wreck and it will not stop. Oh my gosh. I I personally, again, the very first time I watched this, I remember how just ugh. I was about this yeah. because I don't like crude radio like that. Like, I'm not going to sit here on a podcast and, and say like, I don't like Howard Stern, but that just Wait, that type, that type of radio, it's like, it's th- that kind of radio. Okay. Like how that guy was talking. That's similar to like the style where they like just make dirty jokes or mm-hmm. do stuff like that. So yeah. again, I, I honestly, I mean, I'm not sorry if you like Howard Stern, but I just, I, it's not my taste. And again, the first time I watched this episode, I was what in high school, so I was like, "Whoa, muy inappropriate," you know. Mm-hmm. So I just get an icky feeling when I hear that kind of stuff. Anyway, like when Natalie said, "Like, yeah, whenever I'm somewhere, I have to like leave," like I wouldn't do that, but I don't. I just get that icky feeling when I hear that stuff. And so Max Hudson just the absolute worst. And they even referenced Howard Stern in the show. So you know that's kind of what they were going for cuz I mean Howard Stern is really really popular. Like he's he's like one of the most famous radio hosts like ever. Yeah. So um Kevin's rude. Beginning. Yeah, I had that too. Like he's being really funny and then it's like this lady's sister died and she's like I know she was murdered and he's like was was Max cool? And and this and that and it's like Kevin doesn't have to be like yeah, he's not the most likable character, but you didn't have to do that. Yeah, I don't I don't think they should have done that with his character, but also I was writing it down and I was like, but also Monk wouldn't do something like that per se, but he might because there's Kevin also has something wrong with him obviously. There's something wrong with his social skills. Uh-huh. So where like he doesn't understand that nobody wants to hear every single time he's ever ate an egg salad sandwich, right? So there's something wrong with him socially, which is why Monk is so annoyed with him. And then everyone's so annoyed with Monk, but they never see their own problems. So again, like I started writing it and I was like, I think, but Kevin has something wrong with him too, where he wasn't picking up on her social clues that she was upset about Max. And then until finally he was like, okay, question revoked. He still had no like real feeling about it. I so, guess, yeah. But yeah, I to- I did write that down too. But yeah, again, Max Hudson, those Trudy jokes were insane. Yeah. May she rest in pieces. And he said he said something about having to pick her up with a bunch of Ziploc baggies. Yeah, and of, what he said at least at least my wife was uh like put in a grave or something. At least I didn't have to pick her up with little Ziploc baggies. Yeah. And then said, like, what was the last thing that she saw or something was the steering wheel or something like that. And I was like, oh, I want to go. Uh, Mr. Or Adrian, I want to go to the grocery store. Oh, and I was like, and Monk is just fuming. And you're just fuming. And, yeah. like, more, like, jaw dropped. Like, I can't believe this is happening right now. Like, how far are they going to go with this? It was a little far. It was, it was far. a little far. Everybody in the studio is a jerk. Yeah. Like all oh, of them. come on in here, come on in here. And he's like doing stuff on accident, and it's just like the second thing about it is like people like that do exist. Like as much as it is just a radio persona, yeah, it's also like yeah, people act like that. Well, and that's what they were saying too. Is like 
that his radio persona transfers into his real life yeah. to where he's evil and he would kill his wife and make jokes about her being dead and where his cohorts don't do that. Like they are their personalities like JJ and little Willie. They are just them, but they can also be human. Like, Oh, okay. I understand. I respect you. Yeah. I'm but sorry. He's just radio persona. Yeah. Creepy. And Monk's jokes were way funnier than anything he ever said. For real. Like, that's not funny. I'm like, they weren't like, oh my gosh, it was hilarious. The they were, but they were total dad jokes. Yeah. And dad jokes are punny. They're good. They're just, oh, like, oh, my dad would tell that joke. That's what makes him a dad joke. So yeah. Monk was basically just telling a bunch of dad jokes, which are funnier than making fun of people and ridiculing them. So, yeah. Frick, Randy. When Snottlemire says, jangle me timbers, Randy's like, it's jiggle me timbers. And then he's also like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry if you're not the guy. He's oh. like, but you also are the guy. Unless you aren't, then I'm really sorry. But you are. You are. I should, but, but seriously, I'm actually really sorry. And I was like, really, Randy? I actually thought that was kind of funny. But my last thing is, Randy always loves the crappiest people. He loved the playboy. And he wanted he to go did. to the mansion. He loved the TV star and thought, which they all kind of did, but he loved the TV star. There was somebody else he loved. And they also they all liked the astronaut, yeah. too. There's somebody else. I, I, I'm I forgetting. The, I know there's somebody The rock like guy? Randy. The rock Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. Randy always loves the Christ people. He's not a good judge of character, it seems. That's just his character, though. Yeah. Which like, he did. He just likes... Because whenever you get the people who are like... You could never prove that it's us. Randy always likes them. Yeah. Like, I think they write that on purpose. Like, it's always... Yeah, that's true. Because I was going to say, Randy which this years. person didn't do that, but he was very suspicious of the guy that married his mom. But that guy wasn't, like, famous or anything. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exempt. All right. I'm done. He's, He's the, the guy. guy. Do you have anyone? No. <laughs> okay, so the first one I'm going to do is the more simple one. It's Little Willie. Hey. He's played by Danny Woodburn, and he's been on a bunch of stuff. I recognized him. Yeah. Not sure what I recognized him from, but I wrote down the things that I've seen, which is Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, One Tree Hill, Eight Simple Rules, iCarly, Melissa and Joey, and Jane the Virgin. And there were a few other ones, but I stopped. I think I remember him from iCarly. He's really famous, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. He's I've seen him dude. a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the other person is Max Hudson. Okay. Yeah. He's played by Steven Weber. And, okay, so I'm not going to lie. This is kind of a he's the guy for Gary Cole, who plays the playboy. Okay. Okay, because oh. I thought that they were this. Say, I thought they were the same person, but basically I thought that this guy was Gary Cole because or I was telling Toby that. I was like, oh, he's the guy from Office Space. Mm -hmm. And then I thought about it and I said, oh, wait, the Playboy guy is the one from Office Space. Yeah. Wait, then who is this guy? And so then I looked it up and I realized I did recognize him, but I recognized Gary Cole a lot more. But I never really did it. He's the guy for that, <laughs> for Mr. Mummy's yeah. Playboy. So I was like, oh, I'll just go ahead and talk about how the two of them look very similar like very similar so get this is max hudson right the playboy's name is dexter larson Same so you name. have dexter and max and hudson and larson so they obviously were like going for that type of name yeah. right 
And then they casted someone that looked exactly the same as each other. And Randy both likes them, so. Yeah. I thought that was pretty weird. But, okay, whatever. A little extreme. Yeah. So, first, Gary Cole. Like I said, he's on the Mr. Monk Meets the Playboy. He's famous from Office Space. And then, I, again, I was like, wait a second. Maybe Steven Weber is the guy from Frasier who plays Roz and Frasier's friend who they're fighting over. And then I looked it up. Nope, that was Gary Cole. So I recognized Gary Cole from Frasier also. So now Steven Weber is, people probably going to know this and be like, really? You thought they were the same person? But he plays Jack Spencer on Psych. Okay. So that that must be his brother because his name is Sean Spencer, right? (gasps) Sorry, monk people. You're probably, I'm probably breaking your heart, but I don't watch Psych. Uh, I've I've seen some of it, but I I don't watch it. It's um, it's good. We like it, but but it's it's just not it's not monk good. If you know what I'm saying. So I'm assuming that that's his brother, right? Because I know who his dad is. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming Jack Spencer is his brother, and then he's Sam Truman on Will and Grace, which is Will Truman's brother. So I thought that was interesting. Candace, you all watch a lot of TV. That's crazy. You're like, okay, I've seen all of Will and Grace. I've seen all of Friends. I've seen all of Frasier. I've seen all of Monk. That's just four shows. But anyway. Toby's dog is named Frasier. My dog's name is Frasier. Toby took your dog. Whoa. He kidnapped him. I didn't know that. Newsflash. You didn't know that? No. He's been gone for like two weeks. (laughs) I probably should check on that. Open your eyes. (laughs) Jingle me timber. (laughs) Is it jingle oh, or jiggle? Oh, it's jiggle. Jiggle me tender. But then, but Sotomayor says jangle me ten- tenders. Jangle, jangle me, me tenders. tenders. Yeah. Okay. So the last thing that Steven Weber is on is, wait for it, he plays Brian <laughs> on Wings. Never watched Wings, but. You know what Wings is? I do. With the pilots. With Tony Shalhoub. With Tony Sh- Wait. Oh, yeah, that's why his, his wife on that one episode, Mr. Monk, uh, in the airplane. Yeah. That's why she's the... Or, no, there's a... Tim Daly. Yeah, there's... Is the actor that's on the plane talking to Sharona. And then there's a reference. He, he he's makes, like, are you from Wings or something? Uh, she says, oh, he's from Wings. And then Monk says, oh, I've never seen it. That's and funny. she's like, well, he's the only reason it's good or something like that. It was, it was, that was funny. But anyway, so yeah, so Brian apparently plays again, sorry, don't watch Wings, but he plays Brian on Wings and he did that for like seven years or so. So, and he was on the cover of it. So I know he was a main character because oh. he was on the cover Wait, with Tony, Tony Shalhoub. I need to yeah. watch Wings. Because I know. To- I can't get enough Tony for Monk. I know, right? I want to see how he like acts and talks. Oh, well, he has an accent. He's an Italian on that show. Dang. So he has an Italian. Does he have an accent in Miss Maisel? A little one. He's like supposed to be Jewish uh-huh. or New like New York old school Jewish or something like that. I think. No, he has a little bit of accent that nobody else really has. So it's kind of a mix, but yeah. Dang. So yeah, so that was a lot of he's the guy from these two crossover guys. But um, I liked it. It's pretty good. I, yeah. It was kind of trippy. It was kind of <laughs> trippy. Uh. Junk time. Welcome back to Tunk Jine. My favorite time in the yours of the show where I don't have drunk today. Hmm. Messed that one up. Well, now you don't get to eat any of your junk. Okay. So the first thing I wanted to do is just, I, have we ever talked about our Facebook group 
on the on our show. I don't think we have. I don't think we have either. But we have a bomb diggity Facebook. Yeah, we're trying to grow it. So we basically, are. it's really. So cool. we're plugging it here. Well, well, basically on the Facebook group, you can see. Uh, this isn't scripted, which I'm trying to remember what I was supposed to say. Were you supposed to say anything? I didn't. I, no, but usually I say I said something for like a promo for it. But um, I don't. I, oh, you, with tips. No, not tips. With with uh behind the scenes, it's gonna have behind the scenes, um like insider stuff, right? It's gonna have like previews, like sneak peeks, um and then it's also what was the last thing? I think you said them all already. No, because there's three things. It was well. Okay, you go ahead. No. No, what were you gonna say, Candace? Well, I was gonna so say so important. I was gonna say the. Off. I was gonna say the purpose of the group, and maybe that would help. Oh sure. But I don't. I don't think you said this before. So. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so kind of the purpose for the group is to have a way for you guys to communicate with us a little bit better. As far as I know, we kind of have Instagram, but Facebook is a little more like wordy. I yeah. could say where we can post something, and on our like threads, you can post. You know comments about our show or comments about the upcoming episodes that we know we're going to be doing. And you can say, you know, maybe you want to give us a, he's the guy before we get to an episode. Yeah. And that way we can add your favorite character or something on our show. Right. Before we get there. And also you could talk together. Yeah, exactly. Meet our, each other. Our fans can communicate or, you know, and you don't, you don't have to even listen to our show to participate because i mean we just ask general questions about monk and stuff so and we also have like giveaways and stuff like that obviously we want you to listen to our show and we're obviously awesome and you're obviously listening to us now (laughs) um so i don't know how else you would find us if you weren't listening to this right now also kids is has been we're cooking a little advertisement for people who who uh like monk so if you're if you're on facebook if you like monk Maybe, just maybe. You might see us. You might see us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's basically a way for us to do, like, a little bit of research, too, for our show. If we have something that we need help with or a segment or something like that, then we can ask you guys for help and you can ask us for anything you need. And, yeah. So. So, if you want to see some behind the scenes, some previews, and everything monk, go join our Facebook group because... We worked hard at work. It is called the... So it is called Monkers. And so it says Monkers, Monk TV series fans. And right now we have our little cover photo is a bunch of little bobbleheads of little monks, you know, because we love little monk. So if you guys want to join our group, make sure you add us and we will accept your request. And then you can be in our exclusive little monker game. Also, I didn't like... I didn't say this. It kind of insulted me the whole episode because it's like, that's what me and Candace do. Like, oh, uh, I hate these guys and their stupid radio show podcast. It's dumb. Hello and welcome yeah. to the Chuck Muck Podcast. We're on the air with uh, nice, friendly, kind words. For real. And Ugh. not rude, crude attitude. Rude, crude attitude. Okay, so my first question is going to be. What is your favorite monk joke? It can be from the show, the this episode, I mean, or right? any other episode if you can think of monk. The smog was pretty good. I think I like the best in show joke, where he talks about the dog. <gasps> that was it's good. like, you took your dog to the... 
what is it? The, the dog show. You took your dog to the dog show and you got best in show <laughs> instead of your dog. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, Kevin tells him the joke about the charcoal. It's like if there was one color that could describe flavor. One, if there's one flavor that could describe like your whole thing with my your, wife's cooking your or, wife's something. Cooking or something. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, oh, it'd be charcoal. And Monk's like, I don't get it. And Kevin's like, it's because she has bad cooking. And he's like, that is actually kind of funny. He says, that's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing? Candace is, Candace is a Googling. I was just looking up. So so my last my last question for junk time was to tell us a joke. I have a joke. Okay. Where do crayons go on vacation? Where? Colorado. Oh, I like that. There was a joke I heard the other day. I always forget it. I always forget. Isn't is that not the worst when someone asks you to tell a joke? Yeah. It's the worst. Because I'm always like, oh, dude, that's such a good joke. And then I'm like, oh, I love that joke. How do you make holy water? You boil the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the first french fries weren't actually cooked in France? They were cooked in Greece. <laughs> That's a good one. What do you call somebody with no body and no nose? Nobody knows. <laughs> I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. Do you get it? <laughs> if you get them both on Prime, then they're going to come the same day, though. For real. Why don't eggs tell jokes? I mean, Why? They'd crack each other up. Everyone's heard that, Candace. <laughs> I don't trust stairs. They're always up to something. Did you hear the rumor about the butter? No. Well, I'm not going to spread it. Dad, can you put my shoes on? Mm, no, I don't think they'll fit me. I don't know, that's funny. <laughs> Why can't a nose be 12 inches long? Because then it would be a foot. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't the bicycle stand up all by itself? It was too tired. What time did the man go to the dentist? Tooth hurty. Oh, I see that. Stupid. <laughs> How does a penguin build its house? It glues it together. Ooh, nice. What concert costs just 45 cents? 50 cent featuring Nickelback. Hmm. Why did the math book look so sad? Because of all of its problems. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus <laughs> laugh? <laughs> Ten tickles. <laughs> That's not even funny. I made a pencil with two erasers. It was pointless. I've got a great joke about construction, but I'm still working on it. It takes guts to be an organ donor. What's brown and sticky? Dang it, I've heard that one too many times. <laughs> a stick. Why can't you hear a psychiatrist using the bathroom? Because the pee is silent. Classic, classic. I'm trying to find one more good one that I want to end on. That might be classic, but why are elevators so classic and good? They work on so many levels. Okay, this is my last one. It's stupid, but it made me giggle. Spring is here. I got so excited, I wet my plants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. Um, This is my last one, since it's, it's about the astronaut, right? What's an astronaut's favorite part of a computer? The space bar. Oh, nice. That was probably very boring for some people to, to listen through. I'm sorry. I, I love stupid jokes. I, okay, I will say I love stupid jokes, but you have to know that they're stupid jokes. What's sad yeah. is if someone, like Monk, if someone doesn't know that they're dumb jokes, and then you're like, oh, that's not funny. But if you're like, 
oh my gosh, that joke is so dumb. It's funny. Yeah. Right? Gotta know your audience. So. All right. Junk time is way, way over. Yep. Plot holes. Okay. So. I have two plot holes. Oh, nice. Love it. One of them is very uh, obvious, though. So, do you want to go first? Uh, no, please do. I don't want to steal anything you might say, so go okay. for it. Okay. Their whole movie had cuts. Just straight up cuts in it. Yeah. That was strange. And, like, different camera angles. I, I did have something about the home movies. Like, the one with the picnic. And they were all yeah, four. It's, like, moving. The camera's moving. Well, But they were all. My point was they're all four sitting there. Who's videoing them? Exactly. The camera's thing. moving. So no one could have moved it. Unless they were like, hey. Oh, uh, I see what you're this. saying. There could have been a tripod, but the camera was moving. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I was thinking, who did it? But a tripod could have, but the camera was moving, so you're right. Yeah. I gotcha. You? Um, can you get that lightheaded from turning on the gas for like a couple seconds? Yeah, he's like, so she turned on the gas, and he looks in the... And it's like, ee, and he's like, whoa, 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 It's also whoa. monk. Yeah, that's true. He did get drunk off of one sip of wine. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I guess he could get that lightheaded off that much gas. That's true. That's I've been debunked twice already. You have been debunked. Straight up debunked. Yeah, I like that one. I like, you liked it? I did. Um, dogs can't do that, right? Well, I think you're going to be debunked on this one. Okay, dogs okay, can do anything. Dogs can do a lot. But also, another plot hole of mine... He could have done it way easier. Okay. Right? He could have, like, tied a string to, like, the, the lever and just, like, put it through the window or something. And the dog could have just had to been trained to pull the string and it's tied on the lever and he pulls it hard enough to where it pulls the lever and takes off the string. Instead of the dog running, having to trust the dog to run all the way up there, not get caught by the, the wife... And turn on the gas. Yeah. That's right? true. Okay. The only thing about that is I actually do really like that. The only thing I'm thinking is they couldn't have had a window open because the whole point was that all the doors and windows were all locked up except for an eight inch gap one in the basement. So assuming that they would think that anybody could open a window like up top like if you could open up a window any more than that you know but what I mean? the like string a no- could like a... go through that right a window like you can shut a window on a string but it wouldn't pull yeah it would i don't think so i don't know not plot hole not deep but yeah. it's just yeah. normal i don't I, I mean i do like that i do like that i just they obviously went through a lot of trouble to like make sure that only that eight inch window was the way that somebody could get in. Maybe it could have went through the, the chimney thing. Oh, like the asylum. Yeah. Where he drops the gun. He has to fish it. Yeah. It could have been like a fishing line that went through the chimney and the dog just had to pull on the... This is getting elaborate, I think. Right? No, but the... that's easier than the having to train the dog for like a straight month. Yeah, to do all of that. That was a lot. That was a lot of things, yeah. That had to have been really hard. Yeah. Because it takes... I saw this video of this guy, and he taught his dog how to play Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he'd be, like, breaking, like, wood or whatever. And it's not, he's not, like, good at it or whatever, but, but it's, like, it took him, like, a month to do that. So, it'd just be easier to tie a little string, have it through the chimney, and just go, okay, all you have to do 
pull the string, I'm gonna give you a treat. Pull the string, give me a treat. Yeah. Pull the string, give me a treat. Although I will say that just like how he took the shoe and he accidentally, he basically sold the guy out because he took a shoe. Uh-huh. The fact that he might have possibly have accidentally left that string there somehow, that would have been really suspicious. If he, if the string, if there was any type of physical evidence left behind from the dog. But no, I see what you're saying. I see what you're right, saying. It could have been so much simpler. I've been yeah. talking about this for yeah. way too long. Yeah, but it, but it could have been simpler. Yeah, but not as fun. Oh, it was pretty fun. The dog did like a little maze and it was like... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it was it was cuter, but yeah. Monk, Monk says this one, so it's kind of easy, but the guy makes fun of his depressed wife on air. Yeah. So you're like, okay, nobody's going to believe you didn't kill her when you're making fun of her. And he got over his wife's death that quick in general to be talking about this. And then he starts talking about his mistress on air. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we had an open marriage and... Uh, I was doing something else at two o'clock yeah. every day. Ho, ho, ho. Again, your wife died like yesterday and you're talking about this on air. Yeah. How do you want, how is anybody going to believe that you didn't do that? That's just stupid. For real. So that's, that's my last one. Lies and deceit. How, how crazy, crazy was Monk, Monk this episode? episode? Plus crazy moments. Uh-oh. I only have two. Oopsie. I, I took, I took good notes for the rest of this. So don't, don't... I had two flowers. That's where it made up. Ha. Okay, give me your two then. Mr. Monk splits the tissue with a girl. Yeah. And he also has a very sad home movie. Yes. Um, he doesn't like 99.9. Ah, uh, yes. He says, when the girl comes to see him, he's like, Oh, my assistant Natalie's not here. She's in charge of saying the right thing. <laughs> that was cute. Um, he does prefer... The serving spoons in front, even though he treats Kevin like he's crazy for interrupting the oh, conversation yeah. to ask in the front or in the back. He's like, Kevin, it doesn't matter. And she starts talking and he's like, excuse me, I'm sorry. Actually, I prefer the serving spoons in the front. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks the neighbor has a nice cat. <laughs> oh, yeah, because opposite jokes. Opposite jokes. He kills Mr. Lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> he uses adult wipes. Not baby, not baby wipes. wipes. What? Why would they be baby wipes? He's using those wipes to wipe the microphone. He played hide as a kid. Not hide Aww. and seek. He thinks Kevin's jokes are powerful. And he wants to take the red card, but he changes it to BM. Those are some crazy moments for you. So, out of ten what? Out of ten. Little Willie's. Or wipes, 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 wipes. That was Toby's, though, right? Well, oh, no, I came you, up with yeah. that, and then Toby was like, oh, I, no, I, 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 thought, of I that. thought of that. Yeah, and, and then we were like, Toby, shut up. I know, right? Yeah. He was, he was totally trying to take credit for that. I know. He's like, yeah. you can't do that. And he always gave Toby the benefit of the doubt, and then I'm like, no, Toby's a monster. <laughs> so, basically. He's but he so didn't, like, that was, totally tried to. That was a good one, though. I like wipes, wipes, wipes. Wipes, 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 wipes. Okay, I'm going to go with out of 10, Jangle My Tenders. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. I like how Stottlemyre says it much better. So classic. It was a 3 out of 10. All right. He isn't overly, it wasn't like the butler. Yeah, no. Out of 10, Jangle My Tenders, I am going to give him two tenders. Really? Yep. I, I agree. Out of ten, the wipes, 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 wipes. I gave it a three. That's crazy. 
Oh, wipes, wipes, wipes. <gasps> I gave it wipes, wipes, wipes. Wipes, wipes, wipes. Um, that was perfect. That was perfect. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree. A low score on this one. Really, his biggest faults were like he unplies the tissue. Like, there's nothing really much more crazy than that. Uh huh. And then his jokes in general. He thinks he's funny and his jokes oh, are bad. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Otherwise, yeah. he was perfectly in his right mind when he jumped over that table to take out Max Hudson. That's facts. So, yeah, I yeah. give him a two. Rate this episode. Okay. Candace. Or actually, today we're, we're doing something a little different, and we're introducing something brand new, which is the Toby rate this episode so we have me and candace's rate this episode of course but toby is now also doing it with us sometimes toby sometimes sometimes, there's a thing sometimes toby is setting up our gear while we're watching it yeah uh but lately our gear has been in one spot so toby has actually got to enjoy the show with us a few times exactly so now we we decided on giving toby a minor voice yeah so sometimes we you know he'll he'll be shutting it up like you know he should be. But anyway. Yeah. Candace, what would you rate this episode? Well, I want to hear what Toby... Now you've got me... Okay, okay. I didn't want to hear what Toby says Well, first. Toby... Get this. Toby rated this episode a 9 out of 10. Okay. Toby rated a 9 out of 10. What would you rate this episode? Okay. Fantastic episode. Great episode. I love this. This was most definitely the higher the arrogance, the higher the pedestal... The further the fall, the sweeter the revenge. This was the absolute epitome of that. Love the summation with the dog. A standout episode for me, for sure. So, 10.975. Really? Yeah. That's lower than the butler. Yeah. But I, I like the butler better, because I, I just like that episode better. This, But this is a great episode. To me, this is one of the... This to me, it was like an iconic villain. Yeah. I think this is an iconic villain for me. Yeah. So, but I just, again, I like the butler better, personal okay. reasons. Okay. For me, great villain, great crime. Uh, crime's okay. Great villain, great... Uh, like summation. Great summation. Yeah. Lots of motive. I love that. Uh, lots, of, lots of payback, revenge. But, sadly, I think it's going to be a... Nine. See, I would have given it a ten, but then you just gotta think back to the jury. Oh, but that's the thing, though, is that you can, I mean, you can have two perfect scores, though. I understand, I understand, but that one was just so, like, that one was actually perfect. The perfect mix between action, drama, everything. That episode's really funny, too. This Yeah, and this one's missing a little bit in the crime, I think. I think the dog was... Kind of a lazy thing, you know? Well, um, I say where it was lacking was the comedy. I didn't think it had a lot of laugh out loud moments. For me, I didn't, I mean, I didn't write I thought it was the crime for me. Okay. Monk wasn't too crazy, and that's why, like, it's, it is a great episode, though. So, 9 out of 10, Power to the Riders. Yeah. Great, great episode. All right. That's, that's all we have for this show today, ladies and gentlemen. So if you if you if you enjoyed the show, make sure to check out our Facebook group, which is the Munkers. Um, make sure to listen at the end of this for our voicemail, which is three two three 
366-0104077. Wow. That is a you, very long phone number. Can, this is an, okay. this is not an international number. Don't don't listen to what I just said. Um, uh, yeah, uh, just listen to at the end when we and Candace do our little... We were practicing it the other day, but it's been a couple days. Yeah. 323-366-0477. Three, 323 Three six six zero four seven seven. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Please, 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 please leave us a voicemail so that way we can hear your beautiful voices. And, and then you can be on the show too, and exactly. people don't have to hear us talk so dang much. You can follow us literally anywhere after after when, when the end plays because it'll show all of us. And take a look at my vlog channel on YouTube. Today, we, uh, since this is a different episode, we're gonna we're gonna try to do more creative stuff for for our episodes, right? So today we're doing a special outro. Uh, Toby, Toby actually came up with this idea, and I kind of like it. Um, so, Candace, are you ready for this? Yeah. Jiggle me timbers. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video, and of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.